0: We've had a number of hui starting at Tararoa in the north. We've come down to uh, Ruatoria, Tolaga Bay, uh, two hui in Gisborne, Wairoa, uh, uh, hui in Napier. Campaigning in is well yesterday. underway
1: for the Māori Party.
0: Today. Yeah, This here is a, uh, just an example of some of the polling booths that we've been using. We just usually set up the table in the, in the marae.
1: Its aim is to reach as many potential voters as possible by speaking with them face-to-face and getting them involved in the political process. I have travelled from Wellington to Ratanapa in Wanganui and to Waitangi in Northland over the past months, speaking to Māori and asking them their thoughts on the current political climate. Thousands travel to the Rātana Park near Whanganui once a year to celebrate the birthday of the religion's founder. Politicians have visited the pā since the 1930s, when an alliance was made between the prophet Tahu Portiki Wiremu Rātana and the leader of the Labour Party. Since those days, the park and the religion's approximate 50,000 followers have been seen as Labour supporters. But a new force has emerged with the formation of the Maori Party. The party was formed in 2004 out of the controversy over the Foreshore and Seabed Act and has so far only contested one election, winning four of the seven Māori seats in oh Parliament.
2: Mere is from Whanganui. That's from the paipai
1: at pai, the Rātana par. I asked her whether she'd noticed a change since the Māori party had come in
3: everybody's still vying for votes and still listening to the politicians see whether they're going to keep their promises you know so.
1: Do you think they've changed politics at all?
3: Yeah I think so, I think so in a way they are taking more notice of Maori issues because mm-hmm. the, the one thing the Maori party is doing is pushing Maori issues where before it was put in the back mm. back pocket sort of thing of Course they are Maori, that's why. And they know they live it. They know it. You see? It's different when you get a a non Maori trying to push Maori issues. They haven't lived it so they don't really know it and haven't experienced it. Yeah. Um <coughs> yeah. That's... Um, Moana. That's... No, idiot yeah, Emma, Emma. Yeah. Iriaka. <laughs> <hums> <hums>
1: from has decided to vote for the first time this election. She says her loyalty to Te Ao Māori, or the Māori world, will outweigh the choice that Aatana leader made decades ago.
3: We have to, we have to support one another.
1: So do you support them because they're Māori?
3: Yes possibly, yes, Um, and I mean that's what we've been brought up to, you know, not to be a, a traitor to our people. Learn about it first, don't make your mind up about it, but be sure you know when you're voting or whatever that you know what it's about. Instead of just saying, oh, yes, I'll do it because I'm Māori. No, that's part and parcel of it, but it's also knowing that uh, the issues that, you know, you agree with is all right with you inside.
1: Who did you vote for before the Māori Party,
3: or who did you support? I didn't. (laughs) I didn't because it was such confusion. I just didn't want to vote for anybody. This this time I will be, and my family. I've been talking to them, you know, and uh, saying that we have to. You know, but I said, think about it. Like me, look how old am I? 62. I've never voted for anyone. Only this year, well, it's I made. I've seen divisions, and I've seen. Where you know the, um, we have to support, and uh, yeah, like I'm saying, again, 62 years of age, and then I finally say yes, this time I will.
1: What do you like about them?
3: Well, especially our language. You know that it's that, that, been brought into to our schools, and it's becoming a priority. Um, even myself now is prepared to go back to learn to learn Māori.
1: The sound of the bells at the Ratana Pa are the cue for the start of the church service, but Matt McCartan says the bells are also tolling for the Labour Party. The political strategist has been a member of the Labour Party, president of the Alliance Party, and has provided advice to the Māori Party. He says voters were taking a punt on the Māori Party at the last election, but the party has earned its right to get more votes.
4: They've gone out there, you know, they have tempered themselves, and I think they'd be more impressive than people gave them credit for, which in one sense is a surprise, but shouldn't be. I mean, people like Peter Sharples and Hone Haraweta and Te Ororo I mean, they've been leaders in their communities and around campaigns and politics for years. You know, they're not amateurs. And of course, Tariana, of course, was in Labour and in, the, in government for quite some time. So, I mean, they all know the ropes and they're not stupid, but they're movement politicians, you see, so what they are is they've got enormous support, and that's where their strength is, is that they do have a lot of goodwill. And that's unusual in politicians. And you're absolutely correct, as people don't go on record sort of bagging them or, or thing. They think they're doing a good job and good on them. And particularly in the Mori seats, where people enrol in Mori seats because they do want an independent voice, and that's something which most political observers miss, is that the people who enrol, they want separate independent Māori voices in Parliament, not just Labour Māori, you know, and that will play into it. And that's why I think there's strength where Labour's got quite a lot of negatives at the moment where the Māori party has almost none. And last election you had Don Brash sort of appealing to the redneck community saying, you know, scary Māori. You won't get that this time because National and Labour both know they're probably going to need Māori post-election and the Māori party not saying they'll go with Labour necessarily, it might even consider the Nats, is that that gives the some hope and Labour some fear. So that card we played, oh, you know, they, you know, okay. but then the Greens have even said that, so so it's not going to be a weapon. But what has happened is, is that both parties are going to woo them. So I think the racial overtones we had in the last election won't be present this election. I think that will work for the Māori Party as well.
1: In 2005, 67% of people on the Māori roll voted in the election, a jump of more than 10% from the 2002 figure but the number is still relatively low when compared to the general roll. In 2002, 58% of the Māori roll voted, compared with 79% of the general roll. In 2005, the first election the Māori Party stood in, just over 67% on the Māori roll voted, 82% on the general roll. Will the presence of the Māori Party at this election increase the number of Māori voters again? Mason Jury, who's Professor of Māori Research and Development and Vice-Chancellor Māori at Massey University, says this year there is no one issue which is grabbing the attention of voters. And he says the Māori Party's apparent popular appeal is not by itself an indicator of success at the polls.
5: I think you judge the success of a political party by its impact on, ultimately on legislation and policy. Now, when the Māori Party came in, its prime objective was to have the Foreshore and Seabed Act reversed. So if you use that as an indicator of its success to date, there actually hasn't been much change in that. In fact, there's been no change in that. But the, the changes that happened, of course, have been that within the current Act, it has been possible to use the Act for Māori advantage.
1: Has it had an impact in, say, for example, the numbers of Māori enrolled to vote?
5: Well, Yes and no. The the, uh, seven seats, which is an indicator of the number of Māori on the the roll, could well have been 10 or 11 seats if there had been a wide response to people either opting on to the Māori roll from the general roll or simply deciding to get on any roll. It hasn't been to the extent that might have been possible.
1: So you would challenge this Idea out there that's out in some communities that the Maori Party can kind of do no wrong and is doing really well for Maori. Well, the,
5: the question is how you judge that, and, and I don't uh, I don't know what sort of indicators people have in mind when they when they're saying that.
1: A survey of 407 Māori participants commissioned by the Chief Electoral Office in 2005 found the three biggest factors that influenced Māori to not vote are a distrust of politicians, lack of interest in politics and the feeling that whoever is elected does not impact on their everyday life. Peter Tapsell, a former Eastern Māori MP from 1981 to 1996 and a former Speaker of the House, says one of the biggest hurdles the Māori Party faces is getting Māori to the polls.
0: The first real problem they have is getting people on the roll and secondly getting them out to vote. That's an urgent problem for the Māori Party. The second problem they have is to develop a strong managerial system inside the party that decides what their policy is to be and how it should be promoted if it's sort of wildly promoted, if for example if it provides a very extreme point of view then it will simply hasten the demise of the Maori seats and I think there's still a role for those for a time yet
6: Would you like a cheese toastie with the egg on it? Yes, cheese toasties please. eggs Kiri
1: Rātema and her son Tāko from Nati Awa live in Ngāi in Wellington. She works as the Māori Director of Training at the Royal New Zealand College of General Practitioners and normally votes for the Green Party. Now, however, she's considering the merits of the Māori Party – Dr Atima has drawn some of her political views from work. At her workplace, the Labour Party has removed GP scholarships for Māori doctors and moved to a system where anyone who has an interest in Māori health can get their placement in a Māori community funded. Dr Ratema says this and what she calls the racist national party are pushing her away from the major parties. She says the Māori Party's way of doing things appeals to her. I think they're doing a
6: really good job. I think this is definitely like um, early days, establishment phase. I mean, I think they did really well just getting the seats that they did. Their profile's been amazing. They get out there to all the tangi, even suicides. You know, I've seen them. We had a Māori doctor suicide and the Māori Party came along to pay their respects. So it's not just sort of if the Queen dies or but they really do get out and about. Still quite early in the season for a manager to
3: know exactly how good or bad his team
0: are. You get a better idea when you
1: played against everybody. Kere's 21-year-old son, Tāko Ratima works for a plumbing merchant and uses the PlayStation to pass some time. According to the Electoral Commission, over half of those who are not enrolled to vote, but should be, are aged between 18 and 25. Mr Ratema doesn't add to those statistics, but his reason for voting at the last election was partly because the polling booth was across the road. He decides who to vote for by talking to friends and reading the paper.
2: I just wanted to give Māori more party votes, but I, I don't really understand how it works, so I figured if i voted for a Labour person, it'd help keep national out.
1: So that's what you were voting to do, keep National out rather than get someone in?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. So when did you talk with anyone about your choices before you went in or read anything or?
2: Um oh, one of my mates at school was a bit into politics and and stuff, but not really, no. Nah.
1: Mm. What about with your mum and that? Do you talk about it?
2: No, I was I was living by myself, so I was just kinda make up. My own ideas from mm. the little bits that I had heard.
1: What made you go and vote? Because it's you know, I mean, when you're 18, it's kind of the last thing on your mind for for many people.
2: Um, the voting booth or whatever was across the road from where I lived, <laughs> and so it was pretty easy. You know, if it was on the other side of town, maybe I wouldn't have bothered. <laughs> but I, I was working for, I was, I was a student. And I was working for um, just a, a little bit for a youth group teaching kapaka, so. No.
7: It's important, eh? Hey?
2: Yeah, it's like you better make sure, otherwise, you can't really grizzle about it if it, everything turns to shit. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Massey University's Mason Dury says Mr. Ratima's view of politics is similar to many young Māori. He points out that the number of young Māori is forecast to increase dramatically and that may be a problem as research suggests that young Māori are less likely to vote. Professor Jury says this means engaging them is crucial.
5: Typically, young people aged 18 or 19 on a Saturday don't have at the top of their mind the advantage of exercising a democratic right. Uh, young people probably have higher priorities for other things on their mind. And so it's probably uh, the, the larger number of young Māori voters does, I think, reflect the, the turnout on voting day. But the other point is that comparing Māori and non-Māori voting habits and patterns isn't necessarily the best way of gauging Māori progress or Māori participation in the democratic system. There are other ways of uh, considering that as well, including progress over time, so uh, measuring one election turnout with another, and uh, even looking uh, back much further over the last 50 years, comparing Māori voting habits with the voting patterns of other indigenous groups, and possibly comparing one uh, area of New Zealand with another, when we're looking specifically at Māori, might give a much more uh, useful measure of voting progress or voting participation.
1: Fiti is from Ngāpui and is an 18-year-old father of one. I met him on the Waitangi Treaty Grounds, where he and his son were watching the Navy Parade.
2: Say hello, say hello.
1: (laughs) This election will be the first time Fiti can vote. He plans to exercise his democratic right, even though he says he doesn't often think about politics and prefers to focus on providing for his family. Fiti says when he does vote, he will listen to his granddad's voting preferences and probably follow him. A review of studies on Māori electoral participation carried out for the Electoral Commission found one of the four main factors influencing Māori voting is family. The father of one says that could stem from the respect Māori have for their elders.
2: i heard my granddad talk about that national fella and say that Prime Minister or something. Say something about Prime Minister, about him.
1: Thinks he might be the next Prime Minister.
2: Yeah, that's the one... <laughs> And Because they got most seat, uh, heaps of seats. I think they will. He probably will be.
1: Do you know why your granddad goes to vote? No. Yeah, just because he thinks it's a. I is don't
2: it... know. I just think because he wants to. <laughs> but he must have. He's got his own reason, but he hasn't told me.
1: From what you've heard about the Maori Party or any other parties, is there anything that would make you want to vote?
2: Uh. <laughs> I think so. yeah. Oh yeah, probably.
1: Like what? What would have to happen to get you into a polling booth?
2: Um, they they put more cool things in it. <laughs> no, they they um. I don't know. I don't really have that much of a thought about it. I don't really think about it that much. Well, I just will <laughs> do what my granddad says. <laughs>
1: Family voting patterns have also influenced Mike France, a 32-year-old builder from Ngāti Tour, who says the Māori Party has still not swayed his vote. He says his family have a strong history of voting for Labour and have always voted because they want their voice to be heard.
7: It's always been a family thing. From a big family, my parents have always voted Labour. They've always been along the blue-collar type of type area. And yeah, I've always done that. I've had a student loan and I suppose I used to go with them because they had a few promises of, you know, wiping off the interests and everything like that. So it's always benefited me.
1: So what appeals to you about the Labour Party?
7: Uh, For me, it was always, they used to look after a lot of the Māori people when we were younger and the blue-collared people. I just think we've always been, all my family, all my cousins have always voted Labour. And just our whole area, we lived in a little Maori type of area, and everyone just seemed to be yeah. Everyone we talked to seemed to be voting for Labour.
1: There's a new Maori party. Why aren't you voting for them?
7: Ah, uh, for me right now, it's just because I've always voted for Labour. I've just tried to stick with the majority parties, yeah. And I just thought, yeah, at, at the moment, I wasn't too sure about the Maori party, so.
1: The political strategist Matt McCartan says traditionally many Māori have voted along family lines. He says family voting has been an influence in places such as the Tainui or as it's now known the Waikato Hauraki seat where Nanaya Mahuta, the daughter of Tainui chief negotiator Sir Robert Mahuta, stands for Labour but that's now beginning to change.
4: It's important, but not as important as it used to be. And, um, you know, there's a growing up and that people can make their own minds up. And her support has been diminishing and as the seat has had some changes. So you come up to South Auckland is that the Māori Party does very well. And so the seat's been expanded into that area and plus she's lost a bit of the Monopoto area as well to Tariana's seat. And so what you've actually got the change of seat. So the further it gets away from her, Base, then the weaker her support.
1: Matt McCartan believes there is more negative feeling about the Labor Party heading into this election than in 2005, and he says the Maori Party is keeping its post-election options wide open by not ruling out going into a coalition with the National Party. But the strategist believes it would be a difficult arrangement.
4: The Greens and the Maori Party between them are going to have, you know, upwards of 15 to 20 MPs. Now, you know, if you're national, you're sitting high in the poll, you're sitting at 40, and I think they'll get somewhere between 45 and 47% in the election, you know, which is a record high. And if they get that, they're still short. And if the Māori Party win all seven seats... There's likely to be an overhang in the Parliament post-election, which then makes it even harder for the Nats to get more than half the seats. And they've done the count, and the smart ones have done the count, and they realise that the Greens, I don't think, have any choice but to go with Labour. But, of course, the Māori Party can sit there quite legitimately and say, well, what do Māori get?
1: Kiriratema from Ngati says she doesn't feel the National Party has Maori interests at heart.
6: Well I think it would be very difficult for them and I would certainly admire them if they were able to work with the National Party. And I guess in a way a lot of us as individual Maori we have to work with difficult Pākehā every day and it is something that we, you know, that we manage the best that we can in negotiating budgets or You know, whatever aspects of our work. So, I think that Maori can do anything, but I wouldn't wish it on them, though, because I think it will be quite difficult.
1: But former Maori MP Peter Tapsell thinks many Maori would accept the need for a national Maori Party coalition.
0: By and large, they're fairly conservative. So I don't think there will be the same tie with the Labour Party that there has been in future years. I think that's waning, and. And I'm bound to say that I think John Key, while he may have made some mistakes, is gradually tending to overcome that suspicion of the National Party. I think if, in due course, the Māori Party win the, all the Māori seats and determine that joining with the national will serve their purpose best and explain that to the people, I think the people will accept it.
1: Peter Tapsell says often voters have a yearning for change and if the latest Marae Digi poll is anything to go by, there will be a change in the three Māori seats currently held by the Labour Party. In the
6: the Māori Party has the lead in all seven of the Māori seats according to the latest Marae Digi poll of voters on the Māori electoral roll.
1: The poll the asks fewer than 100 voters in each electorate which party they would vote for if there was an election that day. The margin of error is substantial and individual seat results are indicative only but Matt McCartan says the poll has been reliable in the past, but he says Labour has put up good candidates to stand.
4: I suspect, though, the tide's already out. When they've done the polling, you know, admittedly they're small polls, but anecdotally I've seen enough evidence to back it up. It's overwhelmingly for the Māori Party. We're talking about 80 per cent. I'm not saying as high as that, but it's comfortable in the seats they've got. The two seats I think that Labour has got an even chance would be Tainui and Ikarau Rafti, of course, because you've got two ministers there who've got their personal followings. And so the Māori Party will have an uphill struggle in those two seats. If they can get them, and, and that's what Labor's got to hope for. So even if T Tonga did uh, go, that if they can keep two, they still are saying we can come back. That we have legitimacy. That you don't just represent the Maori to the Maori Party their competitors. So that's what they've got to do. And if they can hold on to those two, you know they can still push back the Maori Party in three years' time. But if they don't, they won't ever get those Maori seats back. And they and and they know. It.
1: Peter Tapsell says it looks as if the Māori Party will take the seats held by the two Labour ministers, Nanaia Mahuta and Parikura Hurmia.
0: The present climate, I think, in both seats, that's my estimate, is that that is the case, that the Māori Party will win them both. But bear in mind, it's seven months to the election. And if I were leader of the present government, I would be spending a bit of time now getting out and... and explaining to Māori people what and why they've done things and what they're going to do in future.
1: Election predictions are coming in from all corners. The reality of MMP arithmetic means that even if Labour loses the Māori seats amid a general downturn in votes, it may gain enough support from third parties to form the next coalition government. For now, Kiriratema believes she speaks for many when she says there's a desire for having the Māori Party in Parliament being the voice of Tangata Whenua.
6: Te reo and tikanga and fighting for tēnō te rangatiratanga te and to actually have that, you know, as a part of the political system, even if it's just a tiny little part, I think it just gives people hope and inspiration and a sense of a Māori voice being heard.
1: The Māori language and tikanga are important values for the potential voters I spoke to, many of whom said they want them kept at the top of the political agenda.